0: people of earth and people of Spotify podcast listening. Welcome to this week's At Home Midday Movie Madness. A huge thanks to all the medical workers out there. Happy birthday today to the one and only Vice President Kamala Harris. She shares her birthday with rapper Snoop Dogg, actor John Krasinski, actor William Zabaka, the late rock singer Tom Petty. Actor Viggo Mortensen, legendary baseball player Mickey Mantle. Today is the release anniversary for two thousand three's *Brother Bear*, the two thousand fifteen flop *Pixels*, two thousands *Pay It Forward*, nineteen ninety nine *One Piece* anime, two thousand six's *Marie Antoinette*, *Flicka*, *Flags of Our Fathers*, in the *Prestige*, nineteen ninety five's *Get Shorty*, now and then in *Mallrats*, the two thousand seventeen. Films Geostorm, Wonderstruck, Only the Brave, and Leatherface, and 2014's Ouija. I mean, Ouija. Happiest of early birthday to Kamel Peterson Dodro and Heather Cowles. They, along with Kim Kardashian, the late Carrie Fisher, who would have been 65, Judge Judy Shendolin, have birthdays tomorrow, October 21st. Not only is tomorrow their birthdays and the debuts of 2016's Moonlight and Boo a Halloween, 2011's The Three Musketeers and Martha Marcy Mary, May Marlene, 1983's Rumble Fish and The Dead Zone, 2008's Speed Racer, and 1988's Mystic Pizza. But October 21st marks a huge milestone for this show. For it was on October 21st, 2005, this very radio show first aired on 90.7 WKKL. (laughs) That's right, my loyal listeners and fans. As of tomorrow, this show turns a whopping 16 years old. So it's the same age as Hitch, the 40-year-old virgin, Batman Begins, Tom Cruise's War of the Worlds remake, the First Sisterhood of the Tribe Plants Lance, and countless other films. This show has endured weather issues, pandemic, date changes, and the passes of ch- time. To quote the mask, thank you. You love me. You really love me. Now I have some enormous news for you. It's coming back to the airwaves next week after 17 long months away. Woohoo! It will, but it will be now be on Thursdays and not Wednesdays. When actual daytime will come later. Lou Ann Hudson, Ryan Reynolds, the late Johnny Carson, Amelia Clark, soccer player Pele, Amanda Stenberg, Weird Al Yankovic, director Ang Lee all have birthdays October twenty third. The twenty eleven Once Upon a Time TV show, last year's smash Netflix limited series, The Queen's Gambit. The 2015 megaflop *Gemini Holograms, which nobody speaks of, 1998's *Elizabeth*, *Life Is Beautiful*, and *Pleasantville* all debuted that day as well. Pam R. Delora, rapper Drake, and Virginia Annie Anna Honeycutt's birthdays are all on that day. De- are all on October 24th. That day is also the debut date for 2000 high school musical, senior year, 1970's The Wiz, 2003's radio, and the 2014 film St. Vincent and John Wick. Hope Hannafin, former first lady, Hillary Clinton, Carrie Elwes, actress Rita Wilson, Seth MacFarlane, country singer Keith Urban, and game show host, Pat Sajak all blow out birthday candles October 26th. That date is when 1984's The Terminator, 1998's The Lion King 2 Simba's Pride, 2015's San Andreas, 2001's 13 Ghosts, and Danny Darko made their debuts. Congrats are in order for Jen DiVoli of Hyannis. Her brother, Brian's first grandson, Teddy, arrived recently. Speaking of babies, the HollywoodReporter.com revealed October 15th, Darren Chris and his wife, Mia Chris, are adding to their family. The couple revealed Friday that they are expecting their first child. The former Glee star shared the news on his Instagram through a series of photos and videos. In the caption, he wrote, We've been making music for years, but this time we really made a beat. The ultimate collab dropping spring 2022. In the first image, the couple were shown sitting side-by-side in a recording studio. The following slides included a clip of their baby's heartbeat and a sonogram covered by the sign, Baby Von Christ, Dropping Spring 2022. His final slide showed the pair listening to the heartbeat as Mia giggles, revealing her growing baby bump. Congratulations. On to the news. With just over two weeks to go before trick-or-treaters head out on their annual rounds, The latest entries in Michael Myers' horror saga, Halloween Kills, slayed its competition. Not that there really was much. With a bloody good 50.4 million million body count debut. Considering it was also on VOD through the Peacock streamer and was going up against such heavy hitters like Venom and Bond's new sequels, in the long awaited reunion of Goodwill Hunting's Matt Damon with The Last Duel, Myers' box office bat was pretty impressive. Universals Halloween kills topped a theatrical slate that surpassed a hundred million in total receipts for the third straight week. The first time this fe- this feat has been accomplished in the past eighteen months. When the COVID pandemic brought the movie business to its knees. A sequel to 2018's franchise reboot Halloween, the latest chapter starring the legendary Scream Queen Jamie Lee Curtis had the highest-grossing opening weekend for a day-and-date premiere, meaning a simultaneous release in both streaming and in multiplexes, beating Godzilla vs. Kong $31.6 back in March. Halloween Kills is the 12th film Of the Hidden Miss Michael Myers saga that began back in 1978. It's 15.4 million body haul wasn't exactly up to the predecessor, its 2018 predecessor, 78, 6.2 million body count body count domestically, but it's still considered a true smash. especially considering it failed to win over critics who gave it only a 39% green splat on Rotten Tomatoes and audiences who gave it a B- minus cinema score grade. The sequel added a relatively meager 5.5 million from overseas, bringing its worldwide body count to 55.9 million victims. Finishing in second place was MGM's latest M- 007 film No Time to Die which pulled in just 24.3 million. Originally meant to hit theaters back in April 2020, the eagerly awaited Bond sequel underwhelmed last weekend with just 56 million here in the states. After two weeks, its stateside box office total now stands at $99.5 million. But it continues to pull in giant numbers overseas, where it's made $348.3 million so far. Its worldwide total gross is now is currently $447.8 million dollars. That doesn't include the 007-friendly Market of China, where it will open on October 29th. Third place went to Sony's Phantom Let There Be Carnage. The supervillain sequel feasted on $16.5 million in the States, putting his three-week domestic tally at $168.1 million. The film added another One hundred fifteen point six million overseas, bringing its worldwide total box office haul to two hundred eighty three point seven million. As for the last duel, uh, it was crushed. The top three films and *Adam's Family 2, which took fourth place, trounced it with a highly disappointing four point eight million. And made it land in fifth place. Did you know that the previous film, 2018's Halloween Reboot, was released four years after the 1978 original Halloween? This film opened four years after 1981's Halloween 2. The next entry, 2022's Halloween Ends, will be released four years after 1982's uh, not-so-overseed Halloween 3 season of The Witch. Did you know the name on one of the firefighters' helmets says Gambi? Gambi was a character writer Danny McBride played in the TV show Vice Principals. And this marks the first time in the franchise Michael Myers has killed firefighters. Now... Michael Myers isn't the only icon from the 1980s returning to the theaters this fall. That would be the Ghostbusters, with the exception of the late Harold Ramis, who returned in a direct sequel to their original film, November 11th, with Ghostbusters Afterlife. As such, let's take a look back at Ivan Reitman's original 19, I mean June 8th, 1984 supernatural comedy, Starring Dan Aykroyd and Hale Ramis, who wrote it, along with Bill Murray, Sigourney Weaver, Rick Moranis, Annie Potts, William Atherton, and Ernie Hudson, the film about a trio of eccentric parapsychologists who started a ghost catching business in NYC was the first comedic film to utilize special effects, expensive special effects. Due to this and its high budget, the studio behind it. Columbia Pictures didn't have much faith it would do well at the box office. They didn't have to worry. Open, despite opening up against Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom and Gremlins, it rained The it it was the number one film in theaters for seven straight weeks and one of only four 1984 films to gross over 100 million that year. It captured 282.2 million ghosts during its theatrical run making it 1984 second highest grossing film further releases have made the gross go to 295.2 million ghosts caught making it one of the most successful 1980s film comedy films according to its wikipedia page with its effect on popular culture and a dedicated fan following, Ghostbusters, the success of Ghostbusters launched a multi-billion dollar media franchise. This included the popular animated television series The Real Ghostbusters 1986, a sequel series Extreme Ghostbusters 1997, video games, board games, comic books, clothing and music, and haunted attractions. Ghostbusters was followed in 1989 by Ghostbusters 2, which fared less than financially and critically. Fared less well financially and critically. Attempts to develop a second sequel paused following Ramus' death in 2014. A 2016 reboot, also called Ghostbusters, was released to mixed reviews on financial failure, but we do not mention the 2016 reboot. Big news broke over the weekend. First off, thanks to the virtual DC Fandom event October 16th, the world got their first looks and teasers at the upcoming DC films Shazam! Fury of the Gods, Black Adams, and The Flash. More importantly, the trailer and first posters from Matt Reeves' The Batman, starring a gravelly-voiced Robert Pattinson as the newest crusader, dropped during the event. The Batman will open... In theaters March 4th, 2022. Speaking of superhero films, Marvel did the release date shuffle dance yet again over the weekend with the majority of its 2002 slate. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness has shifted dates from March 25, 2022, to May 6, 2022. This move made Thor Love and Thunder move off that date to July 8, 2022, which in turn bumped up the Black Panther sequel, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, to November 11, 2022. Black Panther Wakanda Forever's move forced the return of Brie Larson's Captain Marvel in the Marvels, a.k.a. Captain America 2, to fly out of that spot to fe- to February 17, 2023. Marvel's new date booted Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania out of that frame to July 28, 2023. An unknown Marvel film was slightly bumped up from November 10, 2023 to November 3, 2023. Not to mention that... Indiana Jones 5 has been delayed yet again. Meant for July ninth, 2022, the film will open on June 30th, 2023. Uh, speaking of moving films around, Deadline.com announced October 18th that Marvel wasn't the only studio doing some release date switcherooties. Now that Doctor Strange 2 has vacated the March 25th spot, Paramount Pictures bumped up its rom-com adventure, the Lost City, previously called the Lost City of D, to that frame. For the moment, it has the date all to itself, but that will probably change. That's This is three weeks earlier than the Channing Tatum, Sandra Bullock star, starring film's original date of April 15th, in which it would have had to deal with Warner Brothers, The Fantastic Beast The Secrets of Dumbledore. Personally, I think Paramount is scared that The Secrets of Dumbledore will use the banishing charm on them. Following in Lost Cities' Wake will be other Paramount releases. Including April, sec- April 8th, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Top Gun Maverick on May 27th. Transformers Rise of the Beast on June 24th and Mission Impossible 7 on September 30th. Kourtney Kardashian got engaged to Travis Barker. In more recent news, I have some sad news from anime fans. EW.com announced earlier today 56-year-old voice actor Chris, Chris Aries, who had 200 plus care credits to his name, but will be forever known for his role as the English voice of Dragon Ball's Frieza lost his fight with stage N cardio obstructive pulmonary disease, which he'd been diagnosed with back in 2017 today. The website said, Ara's girlfriend and fellow actor Crystal Laporte shared the sad news on social media, writing, on October 18th at 8.40 p.m., my world went dark. Christopher Owens Arias passed away peacefully, held close by his mother, brother, and girlfriend, she continued. Chris loved you all. How much he loved other people filled that vast majority of our conversations. To, th- to those of you who truly loved him back, thank you. To those of you who stayed in touch, checked on him and reminded him that he was so, so much more than his job. You were the fuel of his fight. You fed the dreams of a future that kept him going longer than any normal person could. Rest in peace. In better news, Monday SlashFilm.com reported news that blew movie fans' minds. Mel Brooks's classic 1981 cla- comedy, cheekily titled... History of the World Part One, is finally receiving a part two decades after the fact. The original parody film was made up of episodic vignettes, many of which were comprised of catchy musical numbers, covering multiple different eras of human history, including the Stone Age, the Old Testament, the Roman Empire, the Spanish Inquisition, and the French Revolution. There was even a joke teaser at the very end that lampoons the entire concept of a hypothetical Part 2, which was never actually planned in the first place. So, believe it or not, 22 Jump Street wasn't the first film to come up with jokes about fake sequels. Now, however, Mel Brooks has returned to, se- to turn self-mockery into reality, as we've learned that there will actually be a genuine History of the World Part 2. Variety brings the exciting and unexpected news that History of the World Part 2 is coming to Hulu as an eight-episode series with production scheduled to begin in spring of 2022. Mel Brooks, a lightning rod figure and a comedy legend, will be returning to write and executive produce the series and will be joined by Nick Kroll, Wanda Sykes, Ike Barinholtz, David Sassen, and Kevin Stoller. Variety.com announced today Illumination Sing To, the animated film, written and directed by Garth Jennings, will world premiere at AFI Fest on November 14th at the Tell Chinese Theater. The movie, a sequel to 2016 Sing, follows a koala named Buster Moon, Matthew McConaughey, as he and his cast of performing animals prepare for their biggest concert yet in Red Shore City and must convince an exclu- a reclusive rocker, Bono, to join them. The film will feature more than 40 covers of classic and contemporary hit songs. <laughs> After the AFI fest premiere, the pick will hit theaters December 22nd. The website also reported yesterday, the John Wick prequel series that stars The Continental has cast Colin Woodrell in the lead role. Variety has learned Woodwell will star as a young Winston Scott. The character played in the film franchise by Ian McShane. The Continental will explore the origin behind the titular Hotel for Assassins through the eyes and actions of Scott, who is dragged into the hellscape of a 1975 New York City to face a past he thought he left behind. Winston charts a deadly course through New York City's mysterious underworld in a harrowing escape to seize the iconic hotel, What serves as the meeting point for the world's most dangerous criminals? Woodell is now the second cast member announced for the series. It was previously announced that Mel Gibson would appear as a new character named McCormack. It's showtime, a-holes. SlashFilm.com revealed yesterday, Guardians of the Galaxy Vault 3 has begun shooting earlier than expected. The film was set (laughs) for a... May fifth, twenty May 2023, release date. Now streaming on Netflix is the horror thriller Night Teeth, starring Jorge Lindbergh Jr., Debbie Ryan, Megan Fox, Alfie Allen, Lucy Fry, and Alexander Ludwig. Benny, a college student doing chauffeuring, is hired by two mysterious women, Blair and Zoe, to drive them around to several L.A. nightclubs. He soon realizes... His passengers are central old vampires, and learns their flood-thirsty plans. As his night spirals out of control, he learns he's Benny is thrust into the middle of a secret war that pits rival vampire tribes against the protector, protectors of humanity, led by his own led by his own brother, who will stop at nothing to send them back. To the shadows. Did you know that Sydney Sweeney and Megan Fox just had one night of filming? Coming to a limited theatrical release October 22nd before coming to Netflix November 3rd is the western The Harder They Fall, starring Idris Elba, Lakeith Stanfield, Sassy Beats, Regina King, R.J. Seiler, Delore Rindo, Jonathan Majors, Set in the Old West, outlaw Ned Love discovers his longtime enemy, Rufus Buck, is being released from jail. Seeking revenge for an old score, he runs of his gang, including his former lover, stagecoach Mary, fast pistol drawing Jim Betwork, and his right-hand man, Bill Pickett, and a surprising foe-turned ally to track Rufus down and exact payback. But Rufus has his own fearsome group, including Treacherous, Trudy Smith, and Cherokee Bill. And his gang isn't one that knows how to lose. Speaking of Lakeith Stanfield, he just got a new co-star for the Haunted Mansion reboot. The HollywoodReporter.com announced October 18th, Danny DeVito has joined the luminous cast of Haunted Mansion. Disney's ghostly family adventure based on one of the company's signature theme park rides. DeVito, whose last big-screen studio appearance was in 2019's Jumanji, The Next Level, boards a project that already inclu- has Lakeith Stanfield, Tiffany Haddish, Owen Wilson, and Rosaria Dawson on the costume sheet. Justin Simeon, who previously held helmed Dear White People and Bad Hair, is making his big-budget studio debut on Mansion, which began last week in New Orleans in Atlanta. The details of the story and script by Katie Dippold are being kept deep in the bayou. The film follows a mother and her son who come across a mansion that is more than it seems while being orbited by various key characters key to undressing the spooky mystery. DeVito will play a smug professor. DeVito is a veteran comedic actor whose more than 100 credits range from seminal 1970s TV series Taxi to major movies such as Romancing the Stone and Batman Returns and appearing for the last 15 years in long-running comedy It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. He's due to re with Homer Ivan Reitman and star Arnold Schwarzenegger for Triplets, a sequel to the nineteen 1980- eighty Comedy hit Twins. The decades long gestating project, which has yet to land a distributor, is gearing up for a winter production start with Tracy Morgan added to the mix. In theaters nationwide, October 22nd, with a simultaneous 31 day release on the HBO Max streaming service, is the epic sci fi film Dune, starring the talents of Timothy Chalamet, Jason Momoa, Rebecca Ferguson, Oscar Isaac, Josh Brolin, Stephen McKinley Henderson, Zendaya, Charlotte Ramping, Dave Baustia, and Javier Bardem. After multiple delays, director Denny Villeneuve's first part of a planned two-part adaptation of Frank Herbert's 1965 novel of the same name is here. In the way far off future, Duke Leto Arendes is entrusted with the protection of the universe's most valuable and vital resource, melange, a.k.a. spice, a drug that provides superhuman levels of thoughts, extends humans' lifespans, and makes faster-than-light travel possible. It is only found on the dangerous Dennett's Desert planet Arrakis, also known as Dune, Leto travels to the planet with his concubine, Lady Jessica, and young son and heir Paul to ensure the future of his family, the noble house Ar- and his people. Once there, they find themselves shoved into a war for the planet between the native Freeman people and the Enemy Invaders, The House Horokonen. Composer Hans Zimmer is a big fan of the Dune novel and actually turned down working with frequent collaborator Christopher Nolan on last year's Tenant to score this film. This is Denny Villeneuve's third straight sci fi film after 2016's arrival and Blade Runner 2049 in 2017. After Timothy Chalamet was just 23 when he played Paul Eritreas, the two years younger than Kyle McLaughlin was when he played the same role in the original 1984 Dune movie. In the movie, Paul is just 15. In the book, my mistake, Paul is just 15 years old. Now, Chalamet isn't just in Dune. He's also in another October 22nd release. Director-producer and Wes Anderson's latest offering, the comedy-drama anthology The French Dispatch, also starring an ensemble cast that includes Benicio Del Toro, Elizabeth Moss, Tilda Swinton, Bill Murray, Jason Schwartzman, Angelica Houston, Saoirse Ronan, Willem Dafoe, Leah Shryburn, Leah Sadell, Francis McDormand, and Owen Wilson. It is a love letter to journalists that centers on three different storylines as a fictional 20th century French city's French foreign bureau of a made-up Kansas newspaper creates its final issue. Did you know that according to IMDB.com, Adrian Brody, Owen Wilson, and Leah Sudeau all appeared in 2011's Midnight in Paris? And what's also neat is that This film, the ensemble cast, includes seven Oscar winners. Frances McDormand, Fisher Stevens, Tilda Swinton, Adrian Brody, Christoph Waltz, and Tilda Swinton, Vilnicio Del Toro, Adrian Brody, Angelica Houston, and eight Oscar nominees. Timothy Chalamet, Saoirse Ronan, Wes Anderson, Edward Norton, Bill Murray, Owen Wilson, Bob Babylon, Willem Dafoe, and Ed Norton. In theaters, this Friday is this computer-animated sci-fi comedy, Ron's Gone Wrong, starring Zach Galifianakis, Jack Dylan Grazier, Olivia Coleman, and Ed Helms, Justice Smith, and Robert Delaney. The film is set in a future where walking, talking, digitally connected devices called b become kids' best friends. But socially awkward middle schooler Marnie finds out his new B-Bot, Ron, who, according to the B-Bot logo, is supposed to be his best friend out of the box, doesn't work properly. This will launch them into an action pass quest in which both robot and boy will come to terms with the wonderful messiness of true friendship. Also appearing in Nationwide release Friday and coming to Amazon Prime Video November 5th is the biographical drama The Electric Life of Louis Wayne, starring Ben and Cumberbatch, Andrea Risbo, Toby Jones, Stacey Martin, Claire Foy, and Will Sharp. It tells the story of artist, inventor, and entrepreneur Louis Wayne. Wayne's life was changed forever due to two events, meeting Emily, the lovers of his life, and adopting a little stray kitten named Peter. Both Emily and Peter will become his family and his muses to paint the extraordinary images of cats that will make him world famous. Out on DVD this week, seeing as I already talked about old last week, is the action film G.I. Joe, Origin Snake Eyes. Now, this July 23rd release, which wasn't exactly a hit, as it only made $37 million, and it was considered a huge flop, stars the talents of Henry Golding, Samara Weaving, Robert Chuenke, Anna Waterhouse, and Brian Goldner. Snake Eyes is a lone fighter with a strange past, welcomed into an ancient Japanese clan Called the Arashi Kiji. Upon arrival, the clan trains him in ninja warrior ways while also providing something he's been looking for a home. But when secrets from his past are revealed, his honor and allegiance will be tested, even if that means losing the trust of those closest to him, as he ends up on the path to become the famous G.I. Joe hero. That's all for this week, folks. Be sure to join me next Thursday on the WKKO Airways Time TBA as Edgar Rice, Last Night in Soho, arrives in theaters. The Army of the Dead prequel, Army of Thieves, arrives on Netflix. The Suicide Squad comes to DVD and much more. So until then, my minions, stay safe, wear your mask, wash wash your hands, and watch lots of movies, even if they're in theaters, if you can get to them on dvd or on one of the many streaming platforms see you then my minions